Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Jersey Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and guess what? We made it! It's the end of 2018. We're finally here. We can start over, start anew, and move forward, onward and upward in 2019. But uh, we had a great season, and a lot of my guests dropped some major knowledge, funny stories, and awesome just tips and tidbits that I think you guys are going to love re-listening to, because uh, I get it. I'm not going to lie. Podcasts, sometimes you only get through the first 20 minutes. Sometimes you're in for a two-hour haul. It depends on what you're up to. Or sometimes you pause it wanting to start again and you don't come back to it. So we're going to probably do a part two and a part one because there was a lot of amazing guests and info. But uh, for now, I got some awesome, awesome sound bites for you. Uh, you're going to hear from Perez Hilton, his podcast partner in crime, Chris Booker, the wonderful sex tips with Emily, Emily Morse. We got the Almost 30 podcast girls, Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick, the very funny stand-up comic, Brad Williams. We got Adderall and Compliments, Annabelle DeSisto, and so much more in store for you. Uh, I had a really good time just going through and trying to pick my favorite parts from episodes or episodes that you definitely um, said resonated with you. So I hope this just gives you a good laugh, reminds you of a few things that we all know but forget about, and um, makes it a little easier for you when you're prepping for your New Year's Eve party or your New Year's Day party or just prepping to sleep through New Year's Eve. Whatever your plans are, do you. Uh, before we move on uh, to all the sound bites, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again for your support and for sharing with your friends. I really, really appreciate you listening to What's Your Jersey podcast, and I love it when you reach out to me. So, let me know what you want to hear. Let me know your thoughts. Say hi. Uh, the email is what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. And you can also reach out to me on social media. It's just at Jacqueline Marfuji. Uh, honestly, spelling my name will be in the episode notes because it's kind of long. Uh, yeah, just reach out. And also, I'll list in the episode notes in order of all the different sound bites you hear who you're actually listening to. It's been it's been a lot of ups and downs this year, and I think it's all about just figuring out the next uh, few weeks what your goals are and what you want and how you want to make your life better. Even if your life is amazing, there's always room to improve. We did a cool thing in one of my acting classes where we did a Venn diagram with three circles, and you kind of had to write three main goals and then a few different ways to achieve them and what you want to work on and focus on. And I know it sounds super basic and you know easy but it kind of helped me get focused this past week and it's cool to look at and I'm gonna probably put it up in my office that way I can see it you know every day and just be like all right no I'm on the right track um so without further ado I want to tell you who is sponsoring this podcast uh the amazing that bit Fun. I hope a lot of you got to enjoy FabFitFun this holiday season and also maybe gifted someone a FabFitFun box. Uh, I know I've talked a lot about them on the podcast before, but I am obsessed with my FabFitFun box, especially 
the winter box, which I got a few weeks ago. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with FabFitFun, it's a seasonal subscription box. It's delivered four times a year with full size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. And every box is guaranteed to have at least $200 in retail value. And I'll talk more about it later on in the podcast, but a special treat for you meatballs. When you use my code WYJ, you get $10 off your first box. All you got to do is go to fabfitfun.com, sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. And let me tell you, it made my life so much easier being in Jersey for the holidays because it had so many products that I love. I also was able to gift some people certain things from the box and gift a few boxes. Um, and you get $10 off your first box. So instead of $49.99, it'll be $39.99. So all you got to do, go to fabfitfun.com, use my code WYJ, and you get $10 off that first FabFitFun box. But we'll talk about that later, meatballs. I just want to say I hope you have a happy, safe, and really fun new year. Uh, and I hope you get to spend it with, you know, friends, family, people you love. If not, you're spending it with What's Your Jersey podcast. And I love you guys. And I really, really hope you enjoy. Uh, first up, we have Perez Hilton. And if you look in the episode notes, you'll see who comes up after him. Thank you again. Do you have a favorite like appearance or anything you've done? A favorite appearance that I've done? Well, just because this is probably this is forever and people probably watch this more than the Britney thing. Yeah. I opened Britney's circus tour, which was amazing and definitely one of the top 3 things I've ever done. But which is so cool. I was also in Rihanna's SNM music video. And that was really cool because, you know, like when they release her greatest hits DVD video compilation, like I'll be there. And it was fun. Yeah, she was ahead of her time with that video because yeah. I was on it. And so were a bunch of the RuPaul's Drag Race queens before there was a RuPaul's Drag Race. So she just wrangled everyone together. She yeah. knew what was up. Yeah. I feel like I have a pop star living inside me, and I feel like you might have a little bit of that. Totally. <laughs> yes. We would definitely have to add songs for you in our musical. <laughs> for sure. Um, I don't want to let you go. I want to have you on. I know you love Oprah, and she is so positive and says such amazing things, so I want to give you a moment to just... I don't know, give advice or say a favorite quote or something that's inspiring to the meatballs or whatever you want to say. I mean, the best advice I can give anybody is if you want something badly enough, you have to sacrifice a lot for it. I still sacrifice a lot. Like America has brainwashed a lot of people into uh, accepting and believing in the concept of balance, Mm -hmm. which is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's not real. Balance. I mean, it can be real if you're happy, and and some people are. Like, if you're happy working at Starbucks and living a quiet, simple life, cool. Then you can do that. You can volunteer. You can have a relationship. You can do your fitness. You can do it all. But if you want to be very successful, even if you want to be very successful at Starbucks, like, you have to work really hard. It's all about the hard work. And especially, like, young people, 
a lot of them, you know, have unrealistic expectations. Like they don't want to pay their dues. Mm -hmm. They want their dream job right out of college. And it's likely not going to happen. If you're lucky, maybe, but in your twenties and maybe even in your thirties, if you want that super level of success, everything must come second. Your health, your family, your friends, your love life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you don't need to ignore it totally, but you're going to need to miss that. You need to miss, miss this. Like work needs to be number one. You need to be that driven, that focused. Like Madonna is like, you know, like she rehearses like nobody else. It's that incredible work ethic. You know, in this day and age, you can luck your way into success. Mm -hmm. We see it all the time. Like the cash me outside girl or little Tay or the Walmart yodeling kid. <laughs> but... You will not sustain success without an incredible work ethic. You don't even need a lot of talent. I, I didn't say talent. The, the thing that matters is the work ethic. Mm. Um, I always say it's a numbers yeah. game out here and it's survival of the fittest. And if you keep plugging away and you keep putting good content out there and just keep going, I think that's who is successful. Yeah, it's truly, it's about not quitting. Like, I go back to YouTube, like so many of the top YouTubers just stop. And even they're not even popular on Instagram or anything. Like mm -hmm. it's just hard. Like not everybody has that fire that I do <gasps> or you do. I know. <laughs> well, I hope you never lose it. We love you so much. Thank there you. is something special we do at the end of this. Lady Gaga retweeted a parody I did of a million reasons. Oh. So now we have every guest either read a Lady Gaga song, but I pick three songs. You have three choices okay. and just read uh, whatever you want a line. So you can either read from human nature, Madonna, Get on your feet, Gloria Stefan, or circus, Brittany. Well, I'll do get on your feet just because yes! I saw it last night. Yeah, and just if you were read it as Gloria, read it as a New Jersey housewife, I read it however you want. All right, no, I just I want to like linger with this in my brain because because wow, you say I know it's a waste of time. There's no use trying. So scared that life's going to pass you by, your spirit dying. Not long ago, I could feel your strength and your devotion. What was so clear is not overcast with mixed emotions. Deep in your heart is the answer. Find it. I know it will pull you through. That's definitely true. I believe in that. Um, you know, your gut never leads you wrong. I love that. Recently, I ignored my gut and, I, and, it, and it did get me in trouble. But... I learned from it. Okay. Wait, can you it tell us what you ignored? Thing. Like, um, what is it? Uh, it's not a, uh, there were a couple of opportunities that presented themselves mm -hmm. around the same time. And I had committed to do one at a certain time. And I wanted to ask them if I could move the dates. And somebody on my team was like, don't even ask asking that is unprofessional but i'm like nothing hurt. it doesn't hurt to ask like you could say you know i'm still committed and excited to do this like is there yeah. a possibility to change the dates and i didn't ask and then ultimately i was like you know what i'm gonna ask but by that point it was too late i should have asked way earlier when i first had the impulse to ask do you need me to make a call no it's all good <laughs> you're all good everything everything truly does happen for a as reason it, as it's supposed to when it's supposed to so i hope and pray that this other opportunity i can do later great well can you tell the meatballs what to look out for with you coming up yeah i mean 
PerezHilton.com every day. You know, and I really think that my website is actually even more important now than before because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like, people are think are overwhelmed by social media. I am. It's too like, much. It's too much, and you're following too many people. So, like, even if you follow me on Instagram or even if you follow me on Twitter, like, you may not see everything. I so feel if, like I miss things. Exactly. <laughs> so if you just love staying informed and knowing what's going on in the world of pop culture, check my website in the morning and in the afternoon and the evening and throughout the day, and you will be informed and you'll see everything. You'll be fully caught up. Um, and I think that's an, uh, an important service that we're providing for people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check the website. And then of course my YouTube, I'm very active on there and, uh, my podcast, the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker. Yeah. Booker. We you need to get both of you on, it, uh, on iTunes or mm-hmm. directly at perezpodcast.com. I was hoping Justin Timberlake would like put a jersey on and get Justin, Justin. Okay, well, let's get into that. Justin. Where are you on that? Okay. I already hear the down. Okay. You know, I watched it. I watched it the first time. And for me, I am all about like the halftime show. I'm about, I'm, I live for award shows. I live for live performance. I am on your team. I want you to give me chills. I didn't get chills. And I even, I came home after it and I watched it over and over again. I gave it more credit the second time I saw it. Okay. I was like, okay. Um, and then I even watched Lady Gaga's halftime show after to be like, okay, maybe I'm just being biased. No, she still gave me chills yeah, rewatching no, she it. it. She absolutely killed she it. She killed it. The thing with Justin, for me, it felt like while I was watching it that he was a one trick pony. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He he can do all the things. But it felt like they called him like three days before and they were like, hey, uh, can you fill in? Do, do you mind just like doing that halftime show? And he was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like prepping for a tour. Okay, I'll just do like what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'll like throw a band on. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, Minneapolis. So okay, Prince. Mm-hmm. Even though I've talked shit about Prince. Right. And like whatever. And like he doesn't want a hologram, but like fuck it, whatever. He's not around. Uh, so like that's how I felt about it where mm-hmm. I was just like, huh. Like, I didn't get excited. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to. I love him. I'm mm-hmm. I'm such a fangirl for him, for NSYNC. I wanted mm-hmm. him, bring out Jay-Z, bring out just anyone. Like, Madonna brought people out. She brought out everyone. Aerosmith brought everyone out. Like, yes, they could do it on their own. But fucking Justin, like, he, it was almost like he was like, I'm fine. But you weren't fine. <laughs> Sorry. I love, I love, look. You should listen to our show this week. We had a whole. I I almost went on a rant. I didn't about realize it. how passionate I felt it was. Amazing. It's fun to watch. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to scare the bunny because you were on such a roll. I know. Um, Sorry. And I and I and I love your critique because it was. It wasn't hurtful. Nothing you said was hurtful. It's how it made you feel. You weren't like, he fucking sucks. Because there no. was a lot of that online. There was a lot of hate even online. He doesn't online. suck. Even the Prince. I'm the biggest His Prince fan. His sucked. You'll, I'm the biggest Prince fan you'll ever meet in your life. I'm tired of people speaking for Prince. Enough. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> we the get guy it so died. bad. We get it. Okay. He's, he died in an elevator. He's gone. Okay. Uh. He didn't like holograms. So at the last minute, Timberlake pulled the hologram idea down and said, we'll throw him up on a big sheet up there. A nice little 
weird choice of song. It was beautiful. It's in Minneapolis. It's, you know, the home of Prince. Beautiful sentiment. His sister loved it. No problem with that. The performance, I had no problem with. Also, I look at it like this. It's a football game. It's a football game that they literally throw a stage together in five minutes and they throw someone up there. Now, in the history of the halftimes, have there been the Princes, the Beyonce's, the Bruno Mars, the Lady Gaga's that you went, holy shit, that was a really good performance. They brought their A game. Great. Good for them. But at the end of the day, I'm like, it's halftime. It's a football game. They brought somebody out there. He could. You know, have we seen him blow our hair back a lot more? Yeah. Perez's rap on this, and to stand to plug the podcast one more time, that's the PHP with uh, Perez Hilton and Chris Book. Um, on the podcast, Perez made, I think, the best point that I've heard out of all of this, and you touched on it just a little bit, but you're dead right, and he's dead right. It felt like he has too many things going on. When Lady Gaga... Uh, and Katy Perry, when they both got the Super Bowl, they shut everything down and they practiced for months mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. Months. They wanted to make a performance of the ages. They knew that this was something that will always be compared to other performances. Other artists will look at other artists. They'll look at the past. They realize the cultural re- reference point that it will always be when it's Super Bowl Sunday. They got that. Timberlake didn't. He, he's got a tour starting in a month. Yeah. Not only that, he's on Fallon afterwards doing a couple of performances. He's on Ellen the week before wishing her happy birth. He, wherever, whatever, he's, he's practicing for a world tour. The, the guy's got album his launch. Ha- album launch. Hands are completely full. Yeah. Where he just said, I'm going to shove 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. And that's exactly what he did. At the end of the day, do I, I, I thought it was fine. I heard all of the songs that all I like. It was it's fine. fine. But nothing worthy of hatred. And, yes. I, and, 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 and where I started to go off was I'm just so tired of online and, and maybe it's the people I follow, but it just seems the online community is now so full of hatred. They're and, so negative. And so much jealousy and so much negativity that I, I'm, I've just, I start to cringe when I look at it anymore. I'm like, who are you people? Have you ever had a microphone in your hand? Have you ever performed in, in front of someone for money? It's not easy whether you're doing this stand-up, music, DJing, acting, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. It takes years to do. And for people just to go, oh, he fucking sucked and fuck him. That was terrible. And, and you know, many big publications were kind of guilty of that. And at the end of the day, I'm like, it's a football game. <laughs> it's a football game. It's not it's not a concert. It's a football game where they give somebody 10 minutes to go out and, you know, promote their career. He, I think he could have taken advantage of it a little better. And mm-hmm. maybe I think he's probably going to look back on it and hopefully go, oh, man, I lost a big shot there. I lost a big opportunity. His album, the uh, expectations for the album are now lower than 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 they were before the Super Bowl. I, I have. I love the song with Chris Stapleton to say something. That's a great one. It's a massive hit. Yeah, I love think it. that's number one on it. Outside of that. There's nothing that I personally that I love on the album. I listened to it again last night and it's, you know, I, 
But, you know, look, Sexy Back took me a while to warm up to. That's my favorite. I didn't love Suit and Tie the very first time. Filthy, I didn't get as much as I get now, even though I, I don't think that's a big hit song. Okay, Filthy. No one else has agreed with me on this. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it, either a beat in it, and especially towards the end, that reminds me of Closer by Nine Inch Nails. And maybe listen to it again. I'll have to listen to it yeah. again and hear that part. There's but... certain stuff in it where I'm like, oh, I hear that, mm-hmm. but I could totally be off. No, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> all music, we talked about it yeah. earlier. It's all interchangeable. There's only so many different chords and ways to present things and speeds that beats come in at. There's only a finite amount of ways to do it. And Timberland. He's probably done every single one of them that he could do for Justin Timberlake even. So, yeah, a lot of things are derivative. It made you me hear feel other like things. Justin is kind of like one note throughout everything. Yeah, and that was my problem with his acting career. You yeah. know, he is one note. He is so magical with Jimmy Fallon. He's – when. Any, if you think about his acting, if you think about him on SNL, mm-hmm. everything he's great at is based in music. There's some music. There's him with the little costume on and dancing around. He's so good at things like that. And he's that, that, hey, Jimmy, that, that one tone. And his, his acting, everything sounds a little, a little effeminate and a little lispy (laughs) when he does it. Like that's his kind of acting and it's one note. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy's not going to last in Hollywood that long. I hope he gets serious about music. Now he's back to music. He seems to be serious about it, but he's not serious about giving people what they want. (laughs) He wants to be doing what he wants to do. Like, okay. Uh, And and that's pop music's problem in general right now. I mean, all the pop artists are kind of doing what they want. Katy Perry did what she wants. She's got a bomb album on her hands. Gaga did what she wants. I think the album's brilliant, but the masses, well, we shouldn't say the masses, but compared to what it was. Yeah. Joanne, that's a, I love. That, I love Joanne. But, but I tell you, the first three, four months of owning it, I didn't like it at all until I saw it live and I was like. That concert. Woo! <laughs> I mean, that concert, I was like, now I get it. This album was made to be performed live. Yeah. And, and Gaga and Mark Ronson knew that. And maybe she said, I want to do an album that I'm going to have fun touring with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these pop tarts, Selena Gomez, perfect example. She makes great music, but to see it live, it's Ooh. a wet blanket. Oh God. And she wasn't even having fun. And Not I could tell all. because you, she couldn't, Gaga you wanted to rock. Yeah. And when you went to the show that, that Joanne, the album was, and even, you know, even the ballads and whatever, I get they, chills talking they about were it. rock songs. They, yeah. Everything was a rock. And I went, Oh, now I really <laughs> I got it. it. I totally get it. But God. that's what you got to respect about Gaga. Like she's, She's ahead of the curve. She was. She knew. You know what? This pop thing is is kind of over. I want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. You, sometimes She's a we're along for well, and sometimes we're just along for the ride. And you just got to be. If you're a fan, you got to go. Oh, I like this. I'm going to see where this person takes us, and don't expect the same thing every album. This is a little game that I you know, made for you called okay. fantasy football or fantasy sex. Mode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. I just want to know if you think this is a sex move or just a sports move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. First one, benching. Oh, well, benching is a dating move, right? Okay. So yeah. So it probably is. I think it's a sports move. You're on the bench. I've heard that. But benching is also a dating move. Emily, your first inclination was the right one. Right, it's right. a dating okay, move. Good, good, yeah, totally. Do you, you want to tell the meatballs? I feel like you know about yeah. benching more than benching the definition. is is a kind of like ghosting, and benching is more though when you put it's like in that same category. 
in the sense of when you're dating someone and you're dating like six other people, but you don't fire them. You don't, they never, they're on the bench. They're on your dating bench. So if you get desperate, you get lonely, or you just want to circle back, you pull that person off the bench. Like they're so they in can the rotation. Waiting. They're in your rotation. Exactly. I hate being you on the bench. You bench your rotation. Yeah. No one wants I to be on the bench. I never want to be on the bench. Exactly. The problem is you don't know you're on the bench sometimes right away. Isn't that the And worst? then you're like, oh, he only texts me every two weeks. I think I'm on the bench or three weeks or every month. Right? Isn't it funny though? Cause I feel like we put up with that one, like when you're not in a good relationship or like when you're out there and you really like someone, you're like, whatever, they're so busy. Right. Exactly. But when you're into someone, we all know this. If you're really into them, we make time. We make time. I make time for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> for all the guys on the bench. You make time for your bench guys. They don't feel like they're on the bench, do they? No, I, boyfriend. <laughs> but back in your past. And back in my prime. <laughs> right, your prime. You're still in your prime. Thank, that's so kind for of For reals. Look at you. you. She's beautiful. Do you guys, I know you're listening to her, but she's hot and sexy. Came Ugh. with meatballs and wine. anti on sports. You know that you're the perfect woman, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, okay. That's, I'm just saying. That's so kind of you. Um, <laughs> all right. How about a facial? <laughs> sex. That would be a sex move. Oh, Emily, you were doing so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is awesome. Facial is a sports move. Actually, it could probably be a sex move, too. All these could probably be sex moves, but yeah. let's for the fun of it, let's yeah. just play, play by the rules. Uh, a facial is when a basketball player dunks oh. in the face of a oh. defender. Oh, a facial is really a, but you it's know, a it's also, move. but you know, it's also a sex move. Is it really? Oh, is that when someone like comes well, on, you your, come on your face? Come on your face. Yeah. Ugh. Not a highly anticipated or desired one, but it is. Yeah. That's not like a, I yeah. thought for sure that was a sex move and had it right. Cause it is. Okay. I got it. Yeah, I guess this is good. This is, there is a category where it's like both. Okay. 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 Cool. Yeah. I'm here. I don't, I feel like I'll, I don't know any girls that like the facial, although the facial sex move, isn't that good for your skin? Mm, yeah, it can be, but not just the one-time facial. Like, there are women who kind of harness semen and make it into, like, facial products and stuff. They do that. But I feel like it's... I don't know. It's funny, though, because if women were like, yes, I want a facial, like, guys all over the world would be, like, cheering. If they were like, I need your semen for my collagen stimulation in my skin. But no, you need a lot of semen. You'll never habit. get a facial no. again from right. a guy. Exactly. Just go into beauty <laughs> shit. Exactly. <laughs> Buy some some product. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. I bet uh, benching guys like to... Give facials every <laughs> yes. now and then. Oh, that's terrible. Um, okay. Uh, Wildcat. Sports. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's sports. It's a formation in football. Good one. Um, cuffing. Cuffing is a dating a sex move. Very good. Yep. That mm-hmm. one's kind of easy. Yeah. It's, it's like, like cuffing season. Cuffing season is when you kind of, it's in the winter. Typically you hook up. You're looking for a partner because it's getting cold outside. So that's you want to be cuffed. Up. Yeah. Oh, not yet. We're still in summer. Like a few more days. Okay. No, it's okay. It's coming up. <laughs> Jesus. It is coming up. It's really annoying though, because I feel like in LA there's no cuffing season. No, no, you're right. Like it's just hot. But the day, it is hot, but there's a little bit of cold. We get like two months. Yeah. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I, I miss- need a jacket. Yeah, <laughs> you need like a leather jacket. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. I love this town. Um, yeah, right. Uh, dead ball. I'm going to say sports. <laughs> Although balls, you know. Yeah. But yeah. This is the trick question. This is Ooh. both. Uh, the, the one that I saw when I looked up, this is dating or actually marriage. When your husband is passed out, stone cold drunk and couldn't make love to you even if you wanted him to. And that's a big if. That What's was- it called? It's called a big F. D- oh, dead ball. Oh, dead ball. Oh, yeah. that's what dead ball is. Okay. Oh, hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Too many men on the field. That's 
sports. That's got to be sports. Yeah, exactly. No, this is... Uh, this is a dating one. The number of men you've slept with in your lifetime, not something you necessarily want your husband to know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not going to. More mystery, less history when right. you're talking to your partners. I think. No one needs to know a number. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, good question. Good. It's a good topic. Like when, okay, you've only been dating for a little bit and like you reveal like one person that you're like new, like boyfriend, I guess, would know maybe that you've been with. And they kind of freak out a little bit. Yeah. Are you supposed to just be like, we're not going to go there again? Yeah. Don't even go there in the first place. I don't think that there's any reason to really share a lot about your past okay. sexual history. Like, oh, this creep. Because we remember everything. So if you were like, I had this crazy threesome on a boat with this friend of yours that you know, they will never, ever forget that. And then their head, they're going, am I as good as them? Do I build up? To Do I, can I meet their standards? And we just keep it in our head. So I feel like not that you're keeping secrets, but more like if someone asks you like, how many people have you been with? I don't like that question. Like what's your number? Cause everyone lies. Anyway, yeah. I think it's better to be like, I'm most, uh, let's focus on the sex we are having now. That's actually, let's talk about our few, our presence right now. I love the sex we're having. I'm not really concerned with the past. Like okay. it just never serves us. My um, main squeeze after we had like a little hiccup with that is like, you know what? In my head, you just hatched out of an egg right before I met oh, you. See? <laughs> right, like, exactly. We're just going to do that. Now it's become like a joke. That's, but see, that works. Some people get off on it. They love to hear where their partners have been with them. I'm not saying this is an absolute, but more so than not, it, it's used in your face. It can be a disservice. Your partners get like, and women and men, we just keep thinking about it. Was she prettier than I was? Was he have a bigger penis than I did? Like you just... <sighs> I mean, I could downward spiral yeah. for days. Yeah, and then you're into the X's, X's Instagram page, and it's just a it's, deep dive. Oh, I have a whole joke yeah. about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, ending yeah. up on your ex's mom's like <laughs> painting website. Yes, I've done that. I mean, like, they're definitely fucking. <laughs> so true. Like a MySpace comment exactly. that to come up on like Google. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a lot of sports that's about to start happening, like baseball. I just went to a baseball game. Mm. It was like a double date thing. We went to the Dodgers versus double Hatter, is that a sports? Okay, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good, Emily. Thank you, thank you. But I'm like, it kind of sounds sexy, too. Okay, so you went to baseball double game. header. Is that like 69? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Oh, that's For an orgy. Like, yeah. If you're in an orgy. That's like a double header. Yeah. Or a foursome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Look good. at that. Perfect. I love this. I know. Just back and Inventing forth. Inventing new sex terms. It's great. Um, And it was really fun because it was we went with another couple, and the girls liked the Dodgers, and the boys liked the Cardinals. And so there was like friendly banter and like friendly like rivalry stuff do you think that's okay yeah. when like you first start to date oh someone? totally i think sports is like a great unifying language because to have friendly banter about oh i love this game you know i hope your team loses and stuff like that yeah totally but like don't take if it too far right no don't take anything too seriously if you're getting really upset because it's like if the cardinals lose like you're not gonna go to work for four days like you don't want to be like your team lost they suck but if it's playful and fun it's okay. I think we all, absolutely. Right? Yes. yes. I like it. Right. That was great. All right. The last part of Just Enough with Jacqueline. There's a lot of shit going on with like athletes. There's always bad uh -huh. athletes and people they're dating. So like Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Mm -hmm. She knows he's cheated on her. I personally think they have agree like an agreement at this point where it's yeah. just like it's out there. It's going to happen. They might even have an open relationship. Right. We don't even know about that. True. Or there's like supposedly like Victoria Beckham, David Beckham might have an open relationship. Like, do you think it's okay if you're in the public eye to have an open relationship? Absolutely. And I actually, I wish that people were, the, if people in the open eye 
and people in the public eye would be more open talking about it. Because I think there's a lot we can learn from people in open relationships. I think it's really healthy. for It's not for everybody, but yeah. monogamy isn't for everybody. We see that because we see how many relationships it doesn't work being with one person. So I think if people... Can, can navigate it in a healthy way. We could all learn so much from it. Like if, if Victoria and David got up, they're like, yeah, we've been open for 20 years. Here's what we learned about communication. Here's what we learned about trust and jealousy and how we transcended it. Amazing. I think it would be so helpful. Yes. Like even, I mean, I've heard over and over and over again about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, how they have an open relationship. They like to date, like same sex, different, like all that. And so sometimes I love her red table talk. I've seen a few that. of those. I haven't seen that. Yeah. But when they talk about relationships, it makes me mad because I'm like, they're not telling us everything. Right. Because people aren't ready yet. You know, that's a really good point because I know a lot of people in open relationships and they're very, you know, deeply into them. Like friends who are like the real, like I'm not just saying like the kind of my show, but people I know the ins and outs and the it's successful. It works for a lot of people. They're really honest about things. They have communication skills. Like you can't imagine, like you kind of learn to be these amazing communicators and lovers and you realize that it can work for people. And so people, the problem is we don't have a healthy model of that. We, I can't look and say there's a healthy open relationship. relationship. And I wish that we had that right now. And I think celebrities are the way to go because people love celebrities. Oh yeah. Yeah. So to relate it to us, Well, you're like a celebrity, but to relate it back, um, if you are dating a guy that was like known as a player, Mm -hmm. but you know, like he says he's committed to you and whatnot, like how do you stay sane and not be so jealous or crazy? Do you just have to have confidence and just know that like, yeah, he might've been a player with other people or do you just stay away from that person? That's a really good question. Like if I was dating someone... I think you have to pay attention. I think there's a point that comes into a relationship where you are communicating and you're and you just have to find someone who's really honest and open and that you can trust and you can kind of tell these things early on. Do they keep their word? Do they show up when they say they're going to show up? Are they bringing you into their life? Are they telling their friends and family about you? Are they inviting you to future events? You can kind of tell, but if I think people, a bunch of stuff is said about them. So I think I wouldn't stay away from someone ever because I heard he's an asshole or a player. Okay. Because I don't really believe, like, because if I meet someone and they come off as really cool and open and smart, I want to do my own work because I think that people, in my own investigations. So, but I think, yeah, have your eyes open, um, check in. But, you know, I don't think you also want to be jealous and crazy if you have no you know, evidence to the, you know, if you don't have any clear evidence just to keep saying you might cheat, you might cheat, I think is just not setting yourself up for failure in a relationship. And I, I always think a guy turns his light on, like all of a sudden he's like ready to settle down and it's like the next person he meets. Mm -hmm. I think that's really true. I think that there's a lot of men and women who just like, they get to a point in their life where they're like, I've played around enough. I've done enough things, you know, and I really love you and I want to be with you and I've changed what we never, there's no absolutes. There's like nothing certain in relationships. Like it could, the nicest people in the world who you love and you're certain you've no questions could be the ones who turn up, you know, go off and cheat on you. So you just don't know. So I think the most important thing is when you're relationship is to have your eyes open to pay attention to the to the to the red flags or to the things that keep coming up after a while and you're like it's been a while now this is still an issue just kind of tackle them don't be afraid for confrontation don't be afraid to talk about it so the things that are positive that a guy can do is introduce you to family talk about you with the friends like bring you out like constantly plan for the future reassure you plan for the future make you feel good like how do you feel when you leave it like i think the big goal of the relationship if you want to know if it's healthy or not is to be like 
do I feel better after I'm with them or worse? Like overall, are they building me up or are they breaking me down? Mm -hmm. Are they supporting our career, our friends, our interests? Or are they constantly just kind of like, you know, just kind of making us feel bad, being critical, not showing up, not meeting commitments, you know, like how you would have the same values for a friend. I don't know why we have standards so high for friends, but when we're in love, we think, oh, they can treat me like shit. I mean, we don't realize it, but you know, I know love can be blind, but pay attention, right? Yeah. Be aware. Be aware. (laughs) Pay attention. How do you want to feel? If it makes you feel worse than better most of the time, like if you're like, oh, you know what? We fight all the time. You shouldn't be fighting the first six months to a year of a relationship. Mm You shouldn't be fighting. You shouldn't always be a struggle. You shouldn't not have met their family by now or their friends after you. you know, there's certain signs. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are certain signs that yes. I way back. I was way back in the day dating someone that was engaged and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's weird that we'd ever go to his place. But like, right. whatever. But like now I'd be like, fuck that. Like, like where do you live? Yeah. Like, let's go <laughs> check it out. Exactly. If he is not taking you home. <laughs> Right. Or if you're constantly having to get hotel rooms. Right. Yeah, that's no. a red flag. Or disappears, like yeah. phone dies all the time. No, no. Like that stuff, we uh, make excuses. Or he's really busy. Like we said, no, no one's that no, busy. No one's that busy. Right. Um, I had a thing I was thinking about. If you're not into sports or football and like the upcoming like season, you could start a fantasy league with your friends. Yeah. How do you right? do that? Yes. So like pick a TV show. And oh. like like Jersey Shore, uh, staying on brand. The right. Podcast. Staying on brand, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's back, right? Yeah, it just came back last week. And, like, you can, you know, start a pool with certain people that are on the show, cast members. Like, they get certain points for certain things they do or say. So, if you're not into sports, you could still make it a thing. Yeah, you know? I think you're right. And I love what I love about that. Like, I used to always get together and watch shows with friends and stuff. Like, what's the most recent thing? We watch, like, Sex in the City, and then we watch Girls. Like, my friends in San Francisco. And just having that community of friends that you go to their house and you hang out, or it's some kind of game you're playing together. I think we're all in our own worlds, and we're on our phones doing our own little fantasy games by ourselves. Anyway. And, like, why not? I'd love to have a friend be like, be a part of this thing. Oh, Like, yeah. I feel like that's sort of novel now, and it feels really good to be part of a community, even if it's a fantasy thing which I think is actually fun I was so mad at myself I lost a, a good hour today just watching recaps of the Real Housewives of New York reunion <gasps> I even night. want to watch it I haven't seen it in years no I've been watching I've been seeing them on Instagram the whole thing what they were no it was it's ugly right okay. it's ugly it's ugly because you could tell it's like a real friend fight you're like this shit's real it's going down right and there's a lot of hurt there so it's like really intense yeah yeah I um I also recommend, do you and Ben have a show that you watch together? Anything well, you're binging? Well, we do, but we need a new one because we're watching Handmaid's Tale. So every time we watch it, like, we don't want to have sex. We're, like, crying. <laughs> and then, like, sitting down to watch it is, like, we're sitting down taking, like, an exi- like taking medicine. It's like, okay, should we watch Handmaid? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We got to do it, babe. We got to do it. We only got three left. And then the last episode, we haven't gotten through this season, but it's almost the last episode, third to last, and it says, warning, this is a graphic episode. I'm like, they're all graphic. You're putting an extra warning on this episode? Like, what? Are they just going to like all sex murder each other? Exactly. Like, no, I can't. But we do. He's just gotten me to watch a lot more TV because I've been like, I don't know. I don't sit and relax a lot and watch it. Isn't that hard to do? It is. It's not natural for me. Not at all. So we do that. We watch... Uh, what was it? Big Mouth? Is that Big Mouth on Netflix? Which I love. Have Ooh, you I seen haven't that? seen it's, that. And it's so good. You can watch it in like 
a night. It's an animated show that's sex education. So it's animated, but it's like, it's kind of what everything that I talk about, about like just basic sex life, but it's for kids too. They can watch it. So we watch that. What else do we watch? He's seen everything is the problem. So I've had to like do a lot of it, but we're, we're picking up some new episodes. We just finished. So we're looking up, we're looking right. for something new. Okay. Um, we just finished, um, oh my, sharp objects. Oh, I heard that was amazing. So we talked about doing that when he gets back from Burning Man. Okay. We, ever, we had a running <gasps> joke. Okay. About it. We're like each episode, there's a lot of drinking. There's girls on roller skates and nothing happens. And that's every single episode. It literally, it's about people on roller skates. And, and nothing. You find out like a little bit. Like we would sit down. Like, you know how you with Handmaid's yeah. Tale, you'd have to gear up for it. Yeah. We'd sit down and we'd be like, are you ready to learn nothing about right. this week's episode again? <laughs> like it was just a thing. But it just, you got just enough that held you on. And then the end is just, now I just want more. Okay. That's good though. Yeah. That's well done. That just enough, even with just roller skates. Exactly. Got you back. <laughs> exactly. And that was just enough with Jacqueline. You okay. did great. Oh my God. I feel good. <laughs> and I've learned. You really killed yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. Aw. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like started to like lose myself and started to lose my voice and and my drive and my passion. And I felt really crappy most of the time. Were you having fun? Kind of, but not really. It just wasn't, you know, what I have a weird definition of fun. Like I'm the kind of person like everything I do has to serve a purpose and I like have to be getting better all the time. Were you like like that at like five? I've been, I've always like, yeah, I've always been like driven like that. So for me to like have that thing where I, I started to lose my voice and I wasn't good at the thing that I loved it was mm-hmm. really disheartening and when I went mm-hmm. to look for answers and I, I hope your audience resonates with this yeah. there's a lot of information if you go pick up all these magazines there's all these fad diets and so it's so confusing it's so confusing that was one of the things I have written down yeah. I, I have get so confused where <laughs> do I start and that's part of it is I think And this is kind of like the crux of like why I started Ecute and my passion is like, I think it's really about educating people how to listen to their body and figure out a diet that works for them. It would be so easy if there was like one diet where I'm like, just eat this and you're going to feel and look great. Like then we would all be walking around with six packs and feeling amazing all the time. that's not fun. But yeah. (laughs) Right. So I think to me, it's just like learning to like listen to your body and even things that are healthful, I don't think work for everybody. You know what I mean? Like our bodies are always changing. Um, also, everyone's different. And everyone's certain people different. have allergies. Oh, my God. Don't get me. Or food intolerances, which yeah. are not as big as an allergy. You know, so easy to be like, oh, I'm sw- I'm swollen after I've eaten. The- you know, I can't have shrimp because my eyes swell shut. Great. Allergy. So clear you can't have that food. But you might be having intolerance to eggs and not know. And it just makes you feel tired or you have some stubborn weight you can't lose. And it's not something that's easy to, to figure out. So How do you figure it out? I always recommend keeping a food journal and I'm not interested in calories and all of that. I'm interested in the quality of the food and how you feel after you have the food. So, you know, if you do suspect you have an intolerance, I would pull out, there's like five or six foods that tend to be problematic for people. And Mm -hmm. I recommend pulling those out and then one by one introducing them uh, back into the diet, you know, wait like uh, two weeks then put it back in and see if you have a reaction to it. Oh, that's It's called an elimination diet. And uh, I think it's really helpful. See my main squeeze that's what I call the boyfriend. Um, <laughs> he recently has really been paying attention to that. That's wonderful. And he's been noticing with even just certain beers mm. and certain grains that yeah. he, you know, takes in. He's like, oh, I don't feel well all of a sudden. And so, like, he's 
trying to do the elimination diet. I guess that's what it's called. I think that's great. I think it's a really good way to test because, you know, it can be expensive to have all those tests done. I mean, you could go to like Cyrex Labs and they can do like a a sample test of your... Yeah, we just went across the street to Next Health. Oh, sure. I know those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great if you can afford it and he's considering doing it, but it's over $1,000. It's an investment. But I think, honestly, this is a really great place to start and anybody could do it at home and just there are foods, you know, wheat, dairy, um gluten uh eggs those are kind of like the big ones that yeah. cause intolerances or and just like processed foods well i don't think anybody should eat those <laughs> guys i was so scared yeah. to give her meatballs so no, i just put fruit no. out for her <laughs> <It's totally fine. laughs> I was like, oh. uh, no but you know i think it's really cool because i think whatever look i can't tell somebody that there's one diet that works because now there's you know paleo and vegan and you know whole 30 and keto there's so many diets available to i'm people. so confused there's a lot and so what i think is like number one uh quality you know is it organic is it you know what's the quality of this food i think that's a really good place to start okay yeah i want to know growing up you were italian yes i mean was it just like pasta cheese oh like was it all that all stuff? the things all the things and i don't know if you have this in your family but this is like kind of like a new york italian thing every sunday we would have everybody over uncles cousins everybody mm. and we would do a big pasta dinner and we have early dinner and it was it was something it was great and i love that tradition and we've kept that you have okay we have just without the pasta <laughs> oh oh so no pasta no pasta wait i saw a segment you did with debbie matinopoulos yeah and Big fan of hers. i loved amazing. it yeah, yeah you guys were so great together and Thank if you. if you meatballs want to see it you can just go on the eq youtube right i believe so or it's, it's on, on hallmark there. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like on their, like their YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I saw you had a bunch of Trader Joe's products, but I feel like I saw a bag of brown rice pasta. We did. They may have been a brown rice pasta that we've used or a Mm -hmm. quinoa pasta. Oh, I think Um, maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. And I think those are good things to play around with. I've gotten to the point now with my personal diet and, and I don't. I think everybody's different. I have clients that do brown rice. I have clients that do quinoa. Personally, I don't like grains for my body. They don't sit well with me. So I like to do something natural like a zucchini noodle or my big thing. And this fall is coming up. Um, (laughs) uh, Spaghetti squash, which you just love that. Cut it in half. Bake it in the oven, scoop it out. It already comes out like and pasta. And you just scoop it out with a fork. It's really easy, it's right? It's so easy. So there's no, like, I mean, I love zucchini pasta, but to have to, you know, get the little the little crank Girl, out. And have do you it. been to Trader Joe's lately? I have a box of the frozen zucchini pasta in there. What? Yeah. Ugh, you can see, just microwave it. That's a treat. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Guys, there it is. Um, <laughs> Sorry, so, I'm not trying to do your job. No, this is, but I think that's what's so cool is like there's, because I think health in a great way has become really popular right now, especially, you know, I was at a CVS and I saw goji berries and I was like, what? I was like, what are you doing? Here? It's everywhere. It's like happening. 7-Eleven has an entire healthy section now. Which is great. And so things are becoming more available. Like when I first started, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as well known. Like there wasn't like juice was just becoming a thing. Like it wasn't. Yeah, the ju- I'm so confused by all the juices. Okay. I'm going to say something that people don't like. Okay. I don't like juice. Um, I love that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good. I don't. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not, not a, a thing fan for me. of juice. I don't think juice cleanses work. I think a lot of times, you know, I, I'm a big fan of fiber. And so when you're taking the fiber out of that and you're just getting the juice, especially with fruit, I mean, it's just, it's just a roller coaster for your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, unless you're doing, I will say there, there's one caveat. I'm a big fan of plain juiced celery. We did a celery juice challenge on my Instagram. Okay. Um, it's incredible. The health benefits of that celery, and that's what I love about it, because I know there's a big misconception that eating healthy is very expensive, and it can be, but 
simple things like vegetables, like celery. If you just go to Whole Foods or go somewhere, a local farmer's market and get a good piece of celery, you can juice it. Or what I like to do is just chop it up, put it in my blender, add a touch of water just to kind of get the blender going. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you, it becomes pulpy and you pour it into a cheesecloth or a nut milk bag is what you can get. <laughs> a what? Recommend. It's called a nut milk bag. So if you make your homemade nut milks. There's so many sexual things. I know. Just, I, just was, went I, through I, my I kind head. of cringed You started it. Oh, it. I did. I'm sorry. But that's what it's called. If you go on Amazon, it says nut milk bag um and i recommend everybody getting those and bed bath and beyond has them for like two bucks so you just pour the pulp in there and squeeze it and then you're getting fresh celery juice and you want to do it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and wait 15 minutes before you eat and you eat or drink anything else and you can rebuild the hydrochloric acid in your stomach wow that's amazing so if you're having digestion issues if you could create your own mascot who would it be Ooh, yeah that's a good fucking question i know no one's ever asked me that actually oh my I'm god really that awesome. used to be like a state oh my god that's a really that's good a question good first date question actually guys that's people, like some inside that. the actor studio shit <laughs> like the what if james lipton <laughs> if god exists what would he say to you at the pearly, pearly gates, gates? <laughs> god. Be like, you look thin then <laughs> be like i am in heaven <laughs> this is real <laughs> Oh, what Ooh, would you have? If I be? could create a mascot, <gasps> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Um, you love hmm. animals. Would it be a kitten? Yeah, I think it would have to be. Oh, either yeah, monkey. Oh, monkeys are good. I think I love monkeys. Yeah, I think monkey. Yeah, monkey. I I once convinced my entire first grade classroom that my dad was buying a chimpanzee for me. <gasps> I know that's not a monkey, but kind of. No, it's, an, it's a. Monkey. It is a monkey. It's a monkey family, right? Yeah, it, a chimp- it is a monkey. It's not an orangutan. It's a chimpanzee. Uh, and I, in my brain, was convinced too. That was when I would show up to class with a stereo and be like, "It's performance day," and just do a show. <laughs> oh my god! I what I would. Ke- what I wouldn't give to go back to pull a Doc Brown, go back to the back to the future and see little Jacqueline, little Jacqueline performing as a baby in her little like when you do your throwback Thursday pictures and you and your little like leotards and your little tights and little they're so annoying. It's but this I want to gun into eighty eight and explore that whole journey with you. Thank you for what would yours years be? To that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or left, I mean, left shark's already a thing, but like left shark gives me so much joy. Shark, there, there's a hockey team of sharks. I feel like you could be left shark. You could be maybe right shark. Or because left, Katy Perry had left shark and he's already been at the Super Bowl. So he's already, he's already has a Super Bowl ring. He's done it. Andy Cohen has the gay shark who, and that's not a slur, then his name is gay shark. It's literally gay shark. We're not naming it. Andy named it that. Okay. It's a thing. I'm like, are you not allowed to say that if you're not a shark? <laughs> I don't know the rules. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. What would your, what would yours be? I, oh God. Mine's not going to be funny. I feel like mine would be like, <laughs> can you, can it be a food? Are there no, I was just going to say mine would be like a chef in a kitchen. <laughs> just carrying like <laughs> a pot of meatball. The sweetest chef from <laughs> Oh my god, I saw the funniest meme today. Wait, meatballs, I have to read this to you. I would love it if yours was just like a giant meatball, <laughs> like with hands and wait, legs. Wait, that's going to be my, wait, I, I wish I could remember the name of an actual meatball that sent me a gif of a dancing meatball, and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But wait, I saw a really funny um, 
Where is it? I'm finding it for you guys right now. Okay, here it is. Um, this is a meme. It says, a tattoo sleeve used to mean you're a biker who would kill. Now it means you're a chef who makes a lovely pork belly with balsamic drizzle. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Thank you, Alexis Marinello, who went to high school with me in New Jersey. She posted that, and she works at um, Tom Colicchio's restaurant in New York. Not New York, uh, Vegas. So shout out to Alexis. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool, right? I know. My brain's all over the place right now, guys. Um, yeah, so mine would be a dancing meatball. You would have a monkey draped in crystals. And I feel like that's still not even good. Your answer is so much better. That is, Jacqueline, you've blown my mind. I mean, it happens once a year. It's fine. You really, um, I don't, I'm acting like it's like getting a tattoo. I'm like, I'm not ready to answer yet. It's too big of a I commitment. Can't. You know what should be a sports mascot? Is a FabFitFun box. I mean, honestly, think about it. It's a subscription seasonal box, just like sports, and it's delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. Every box is guaranteed to have at least $200 in retail value. I mean, I have discovered so many new products, not just beauty, not just fashion, but also just stuff for your own mental well-being just really nice there's meditation candles there's my favorite is the glam glow bubble masks i love the aribe i think that's how you say it the aribe full size dry shampoo bottle that came in my winter box i'm obsessed with it i've turned so many people onto it it's great for when you're traveling also um because it keeps your hair nice and fresh uh it's so awesome and it's really just fun um, to try new brands that maybe you wouldn't try just from walking through the store. It's also a great gift for yourself. I know we just went through the holidays and you're probably, your brain's probably a little exhausted from buying gifts for everyone else. This is your gift. Do it for you or a loved one. I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up, right? Uh, I definitely gifted it for my mom, and it was so fun to come home for um, the holidays and see her FabFitFun box there in her bedroom, and she's been using all the products, and she absolutely loves them, and it was really fun to bond all over everything. I'm not going to lie. It might have been an Instagram moment when we put the Glam Glow bubble masks on together. It was real cute, Uh, but it was just fun. It's fun to open it. The best part is the unboxing. I love it. I love all the products. And again, they're not samples. So it's such an amazing value. Um, so I recommend you guys getting it. Not only do you get to discover new brands and products, but you also get a discount, which is really cool. I definitely recommend using my code, capital W-Y-J, because you get $10 off your first box. It's that simple. All you got to do, you go to fatfitfun.com, sign up, and you start getting the box for a life well lived. It's really, really changed my life. I know it's brought so much joy to so many people in my life. And I know you meatballs listening. It's brought joy to you because you send me messages about your boxes. And I love hearing them. So keep sending them. Uh, Because new year, new you. It's a new year. 
And there's a lot of products in the box that help you, you know, step up your beauty regimen, really take care of yourself. Also, there's great fashion items. My favorite thing are the different bags that come in the boxes. I'm still carrying around my Vince Camuto leather. I have a two-toned brown and black one, and I have the black and gray one. I love it. I use them all the time. So honestly, everything in the box you're going to use or you can gift to someone. So again, sign up at fabfitfun.com today and you get $10 off when you use my promo code capital W-Y-J. Do it, do it, do it. Now keep listening and enjoy the best of What's Your Jersey podcast. I've been on the Jumbotron before and I feel like there's you'd be like- great on the Jumbo. There, okay, I have a Jumbotron story. Yes. Okay, this uh, this happened. Uh, I took my heterosexual life mate and podcast partner Adam Ray. Mm-hmm. We went uh, we went to a Laker game, and I got courtside tickets. I won them in a charity auction. I did not pay full price. I felt very bad because I like I just bid on them. Like, yeah, sure, I'll bid this much money for two tickets. Oh, yeah. I won't. I won't win. Turns out, I won. Very excited. That is so um, cool. So we go, we go to the Laker game, and uh, we're sitting courtside. First of all, the the uh, the uh, waitress walks up and goes, "Hey, uh, order anything on the menu? It's free food Fridays." And we're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what?" And they're just like, "Yeah, we'll get whatever you want. It's free. free. It's free food Friday for a certain section, like the top." We're like, "Oh, this is what it's like to be rich. <laughs> Fuck yeah." <laughs> And we we were ordering things that you have no business ordering at a game. When, when, when you go to a game, it's it's burgers, hot dogs, wings, nachos. That's like pretzel. Like that's the thing you're allowed to order. Yeah. Like I had a we, hot dog last night. Yeah. We were like, give us the sushi. And we, oh my god. And we ordered and we ate sushi courtside like the most douchiest douchebag LA people. Ew. Oh yeah, I'm eating sushi courtside lake again. What a boner <laughs> killer. So was it shipped in from Katsuya across the street? I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, that actually sounds really good. So right we're now. so so we're sitting there and Adam Adam looks at me and goes, hey, we need a game plan here because we could end up on a Jumbotron. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so what's, the, so what's the plan? And he goes, all right, kiss cam. Are you in? I go, absolutely. Duh. Like, duh. That's, yeah, that's what you do. 100%. Okay. And he goes, all right, I'm, I like your commitment. Hope that doesn't actually happen. Uh, and then we go, uh, like, and we go like, okay, but dance cam, you're in? And I go, yeah, done. Because I'm, I'm, I'm courtside, so now I don't even have the seat in front of me. I can just get up, and i got room. You know, I've, I've got room oh. to move. So, uh, so uh, it's like third quarter, and now the announcement happens. Like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the dance cam. Let's see what you got. I'm like, I got this. I stand up and start fucking going just moving and doing my best and you see the people around me like start like there's a slow roar of cheering happening like around me and then you hear it building and I'm, I'm still I'm jamming and then within like with the whole dance cam thing lasts about three minutes the last 30 seconds they put me on the dance cam and and the place explodes. Oh like, my god! S- s- 
Staples Center is rocking like Robert Ory just hit the three to beat the Sacramento Kings in the 2002 finals. I think it was 2002. Wow, look at that. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, like it, the plays just blew the roof off the joint. And uh, it was amazing because to have that many people cheer. And then some people were like telling Adam, like, uh, yeah, you go dance too. And Adam's like, fuck no. no. You're, you're not competing with midget breakdancing. You're not. <laughs> you don't be like, and this is, and I could do a weird robot. Like, that. no, no you don't do that. So Drunk he's. uncle dancing? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So, so, so he's sitting down. He's <laughs> videotaping with his phone and getting the whole thing. So there's, there's actually a YouTube video of this as well. And, uh, and then. Um, uh, that got us sort of that combined with something that happened in a men's restroom got us to meet Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's the segue. I'm so sorry. No, it, it's, was it a Seattle Seahawks conversation that happened in a men's restroom? <laughs> okay, this is how this is how we met Pratt. Um, okay. so. This was before this. Yeah, this was before the dancing happened. Uh. Before the dancing happened, uh, we saw Chris Pratt also sitting courtside. But we were like, we got to meet him. We got to try to get him on the podcast. We got to try to do this. Yeah. So, and but so we just say, let's just start walking towards him, and then we'll and, th- and then we'll think of something. Great, great attitude. So, great plan. <laughs> totally. So, yeah. So we walk towards him, and he's got all these people talking with him, and we're like, all right, not now, because it's not. We can't just run and be like, hey, we really like you. Like you can't, you can't do that. And you guys have a very successful podcast, though. Yeah, yeah. and we don't want to be the guys that like. We don't want to storm people and just be like, we got a serious podcast. Uh, Susan Sarandon's been on it. Bob Saget, <laughs> Julia White. You want you want to do it, Chris Pratt? Like <laughs> we don't want to do that. So we see him having this conversation, and then we see him go. Uh, to this, there's a section of Staples Center for the like the courtside people. I've found out since then that it was essentially in- installed just for Jack Nicholson. But it's like where you can go to like a like a private it's restroom, like his locker room. Yeah, like like bathroom, snack area. Like it's there. It's amazing. Um, so he starts walking towards that, and we're like, oh, oh shit, we're courtside. We can go there. We're in. Yeah. So we start going, and we're following him because like this is a more secluded area. We'll be able to talk to him more. And then he goes right to the bathroom, and Adam goes, oh, man, we can't go in the bathroom. And I go, don't worry. I got this. And I just walk into the bathroom. Now, I did not have a plan, but I just wanted to act confident in front, in, in front of my buddy. So I go, okay, I got this. So I just walk in. No plan whatsoever. And uh, Pratt's at a urinal, and then uh, all the urinals are open except for two, the one Pratt's using and the one some other guy is using. And the one the other guy is using is the dwarf urinal. It's it's the tiny urinal. All the other ones are open. It's the dwarf slash kid urinal. I put dwarfs first, obviously. It was yeah. probably designed for kids, but whatever. Go for it. Uh, so, yeah, so this guy's pissing at the dwarf urinal, and now I can't go because no urinals are available towards me, uh, for me. So I stand directly behind the guy and go, just your luck. You're using the midget urinal, and a midget shows up. Pratt on the side hears this, looks at me and goes, <laughs> and just busts out laughing. And then like we kind of share a moment or whatever, and then uh, and then and we talk, and I I, I kind of say, hey, you enjoying the game? Yeah, enjoying the game. And uh, yeah, I I had to say that he took my urinal. Yeah, you had to say it. Yeah, I'm I'm a comedian. Oh, oh awesome! I I love comedy. I I know that Pratt's friends with uh, Ryan Sickler. He he he's on the Crab Feast podcast, so I bring that up. And then he walks outside, and outside 
is Adam Ray, who's wearing a supersonic jersey because he has to wear something Seattle everywhere he goes. Every day, and, all day. And, uh, and Pratt's from Seattle. So he sees the Supersonics jersey, and he's like, hey, what's going on, Seattle? And there's that Seattle connection. So then they strike up the conversation, and then uh, that we kind of talked with them, said, hey, would you mind doing the podcast? He goes, uh, I don't know, maybe. And, and then um, he saw the, he, Then we went back to our seats. The, the dancing thing happened, and then Pratt texted us and was like, yeah, I'm in for the podcast. Ah! <laughs> You know, we'll have a day where we're in the studio all day. Then we'll be out, you know, meetings. And we had to shoot this morning. Um, we had to shoot some content for some partnerships. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I love that it's so different every day, every week. And we're constantly learning. We're in, like, this, like, this, I don't even know, vortex of learning right now. Because mm-hmm. it is such a, a big transition. Yeah. Um as we're on tour and everything. So it feels really good to learn. Like, I know this is all a part of like what we're going to be talking about in like a year or two about almost 30. Like, Oh my God, remember that when we like learned about this and that totally brought us to the next level and et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I loved, yeah. um, I was listening to your Nicole Miller podcast oh, yeah. and I loved her talking about females and like running their business and mm. how just like badass everyone is. And I feel like you guys yeah. epitomize that. Is well, that a word? Epitomize? Yeah, yeah. it's a word. <laughs> it is. And you <laughs> spell it. Oh God, guys. All right. <laughs> that's it. Well. Yeah, <laughs> so that this was is great. Um, yeah, honestly, <laughs> no, but I want to know how you guys balance everything because you do have side hustles mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Like, is it easy to intertwine your soul cycle, your amazing blog Mm -hmm. how do you guys juggle i was work so i was working full-time at like a nine-to-five job until like the 29th so i've i've been full-time for like two weeks now so balancing the the full-time job and this and the blog and a relationship and all that stuff was a little bit harder then um but it really is just like for me and i've said it before but it's like I'm able to balance it by just being really confident in the decisions that I make and not having a lot of lag time between decisions. So I think a lot of people spend a lot of time procrastinating, second guessing themselves, looking for others, looking at Instagram to see what they should do, reading books for to see what they should do. But I just do what I need to do. And I'm really honed in on what I need to get done in my life and in my day. And I just do it instead of like thinking about it or wondering. You Are know? you always like that? Like what gave you that confidence yeah. to just trust in yourself? I think it's just like the little decisions. So like starting when I was young and like traveling a lot and then studying abroad and living abroad for like a year, you really figure out how to be independent. And then after that, you know, moving a good amount, I moved to a a bunch of different cities and I've always been someone that evolves, but I don't know, like through meditation and through um, relationships in my life, I've really just gained confidence to like be who I am and trust what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and having faith, you know, I always say faith over fear, having faith. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think I'm keeping it 100. Keeping it hundred. Keeping it hundred. <laughs> get that on my nipple. Um, <laughs> no, don't do that. I just burned my nipple on a curling iron. You Stay did? away from your nipple with oh, any day. That hurt. It was so weird because it was like a quick, like it was a uh, new want and uh, I, it kind of like flipped and just hit up. And I was like, ooh. Like, I just got horny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that was hot. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, oh and God. I had to go do shows and a mic. So I literally put an ice pack in my bra. And it started leaking, like, worse oh and worse God. every show I did. Fuck. But it was just funny. 
and I called it show. out. Yeah, yeah, it made it funnier. Yeah, it's um, part of the show. But I had a plastic surgeon on the podcast recently who specializes in breast augmentation. Really? So I hit him up and like was like, "What do I do?" Because you know I don't want like a massive. He's like, um, he's like let me go- look at yeah, it. Yeah, like, send a picture. Yeah, he's like, "I've got to go make fifty thousand dollars this hour. Uh, can I, I text was, you later?" I literally was like, "I'll Venmo you for your advice." Oh my, oh my god, lol, that's amazing. So stupid. No, but Finish I want to. Love it. I want to let the girls know Krista Williams, and you can Google her and look up her amazing blog, Keep It 100, and or the 100 blog. Mm-hmm. That's it. But mm-hmm. you do so many things, and you also you've been featured in so many magazines, Self Magazine, Women's Health, Refinery, mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. But I'll put all of that up. But yeah, yeah. You're so sweet. Yeah, no, it's really inspiring. Thanks, honey. And how do you juggle being an actress and Soul Cycle and almost 30? Yeah. Um, I think I've realized, especially as we've transitioned to doing the podcast more full time, that um, I will always it'll always be kind of like this ebb and flow with my different veins of creativity. So singing, acting, the podcast, whatever it is. So I I need to be exercising those doesn't mean I need to be in auditions and booking jobs every week. It's more for me you know, singing a couple times a week, writing once or twice a week, like setting blocks of time because then I, it actually helps me in the podcast. So it helps me give me like kind of energy and like creative mojo mm-hmm. there. Cause I find if those are stagnant, then it's just like a part of me that dies a little bit and I'm, it like feels weird. So I'm, I'm literally blocking out times, like almost like appointments where you know, I sing or I write or I, you know, go take a class or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, or create content. Um, so yeah, it's a constant, just, it's a juggle, but like, it's kind of fun. It's what I've always known. I've never had a nine to five, um, which, you know, is cool, but also, you know, I struggle sometimes because, you know, in, in running a business, like I, I have not learned some of the skills, so I'm learning them now, um, like administrative skills and organization and time management. So, um, I feel like a baby and learning all those things like new right now. And, but it's great. I thought it would be kind of fun if we compared what's going on in football and your fantasy football league to the Jersey Shore Family Vacation Series. Sure, that's a little complicated, but I'm a professional, and I can figure this out. And I do like the Jersey Shore. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. And guilty pleasures are supposed to be just that and not supposed to be announced to the world like I just did. But I do like the Jersey Shore. I feel like I grew up with these people. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched it, but you forced me to. I did. And I'm I glad forced, you did. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm back. I'm back, baby. You're back. Who's your favorite on Jersey Shore? Oh, my God. Who's everybody's favorite? Paulie, of course. <laughs> Paulie D, have to hear. Oh, wow. Yeah, We're love, the worst. I'm yeah, sorry, guys. Paulie D is the best. Uh, just like you always try and get um, Lady Gaga on your podcast. Yeah, Paulie D I always hear Paulie D on mine. Well, I, feel I wish like I can get him on That's mine. an easier get. I feel like you could actually get him here right now if you really wanted to. Have to hear. Cabs here. Cabs here, boo. <laughs> With my boy Vinny, I feel like I uh, I feel like less than myself. So anyway, let's talk about that. Uh, okay. Vinny and Paulie were separated in this last episode that we watched, and it was like, man, it was weird. It was kind of weird, but like, 
just a little weird. Like I got it. Like I, but Polly did the separation thing better than Vinny. Yeah, v- Vinny had like a meltdown. He like took a <laughs> bottle of his gel and then put like a head on it and some wire from some some girls. He claimed that they left the ring, their earrings there, and their then, like, hoop earrings. And he brought it around. It was like trying too hard to be funny. And Vinny just made a cool uh, chain with. Uh, I mean, and then uh, Polly made a cool chain with Vinny's neck on uh, necklace with his face on it. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. much cooler. Much cooler. But uh, yeah, so I've been thinking about this uh, just now since you sprung it on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry about my, it. My my fantasy football team is not doing that great because I have some real bums on my team, and I guess my bums could relate a little bit to the type of bums that are in on this show. Uh, and I've been thinking about who the we'd also love to be on this podcast. So you're not like total bums. <laughs> no, the, I love these people. Yeah, <laughs> we fucking love you. Right, let's let's look at it this way, and I'll give you a little insight about what's going on in football, um, and also what's going on in fantasy. Okay, so we take our our, our main character, and it's someone like Snooky. Who is just like very consistent um, Kind of like the Jersey Shore sweetheart yeah, and she's kind of like, uh, you know, she's just kind of the core of the show, one of the core. Yeah. You know, you, you can't do the Jersey Shore. If Snooki decided not to do it, there's no Jersey Shore, right? I feel like she's trying a little hard to make herself party more, though. Like, I feel like she doesn't actually Yeah, she doesn't want to. She, she totally wants to just be home and, like, raising kids. Yeah, she's, like, really living her best life outside of filming the Jersey Shore, but she's like, whatever, fuck it, I'm back. Like, her feeling bad about Angelina, like, that whole thing seems so staged to me. Oh, it's totally staged. It, it, what happened was these people had, let's be honest, they probably had a contract and like, I don't want to be there for the whole four weeks. <laughs> I'm going to go two weeks and I need to go home and see my family. And I'm like, fine. And they're like, shit, we have one time here. We got to pretend somebody died. We have to like pretend someone's got a show. We got to, and then it's just like, what do we fill the time? What do we do? Like, all right, let's bring this monster back. Uh, yes. Angelina. So like, know? who's Angelina like in the Right. Football? And so they did. And at the end they're like, well, why is she there? And then we're like, well, let's just shoot something where it's like Angelina is having lunch with, um, you know, with Snooky uh, and pretending that Snooky invited her. It's like all backtracked, it almost seems like. And it's just like, you're going to hate me for this, guys, but I invited Angelina. And like, oh, no. All at the same time, <laughs> yeah. Baloney. But like something had to happen besides Ronnie crying about... Right. So like we needed me, something else. Say, my, my Ronnie... Or my uh, my my fantasy football and and professional football player who I relate to Ronnie is Josh Gordon. Okay, tell the meep also Josh. Right, Gordon Josh is. Gordon is a player who just got picked up by the Patriots today. He worked who played for the Browns for a long time, and he was literally just fired on Monday because they got tired of him. And <laughs> and at the end of the day, Josh Gordon has been suspended three times for marijuana, drug abuse. But just the, the the real sad thing about Josh is that he really is has like an anxiety disorder and depression, and he does these oh. drugs because he. Can't face the media, and it's like he's a really sick bastard, like Ronnie. Ronnie <laughs> is a twisted. Ronnie's twisted, and Josh is twisted too. But he's got talent. He's got potential, and the Patriots picked him up because Josh Gordon is just a natural, awesome athlete. And now we'll see if if, if he can deal with Bill Belichick and work. the Patriots and make it work. Well, so right? it's like Ronnie stepped up his game. He has a daughter. Now, Ronnie now. is an absolute mess. <laughs> Ronnie's a mess. Well, so is. Josh is Joe is Josh Gordon. Yeah, and they're trying to make themselves right. Better. And they got potential, and they're gonna hopefully it's all gonna work out, and they're gonna be superstars. Okay, okay? so Ronnie is Josh Gordon. Ronnie's Josh Gordon. Who's next on the right, list? Then we, I'm gonna talk about Jay Wow. Okay? Oh, okay. Jay Wow is like all bark, no bite, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know, right? Right? She's just like I'm gonna tell you all this other stuff, and then she's like, but you didn't do my my video for my my, my Mother's Day video. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was kind what? of lame. They were all, all like, oh, well, you didn't pay us to do that. Like, I feel like they don't do any appearance. Right. Like, like we're, not, we're not that good a friend. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, we're not, we weren't contracted at that point. Like, whatever. Right. So all bark, no bite. I, I kind of I kind of equate her to like a Nick Foles or the, anyone who's quarterback in the Eagles. Who's all Nick right? Foles? Can you tell them who Nick, Nick Foles is a quarterback for the Eagles who was a, a backup quarterback who took over for Carson Wentz when he got hurt last year and he had a great run at the end yeah. and everybody was on his jock and he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles Yes, but now he sucks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> now he's a lot of bark. Oh, they're good, so good. It's just the, the Eagles in general, a lot of bark, no bite. Oh, All yeah. right. Total, they're totally jaywowing. The Being Eagles dramatic. are jaywow. Yeah. yeah. Although, again, Jay Wow, like, if you're listening, would love to have you. She, um. <laughs> Jay Wow, uh, call anytime you want to. I bark, want... no bite. She's going to get mad. She gets mad about simple things because clearly she hated Angelina yeah. because she wrote something like I mean, Jersey Whore. Yeah, Jersey. Like, that's stupid. Like, Angelina's Shh, just don't trying. Crazy shit. You're not going to get around to shit. <laughs> Angelina's trying to stay relevant no matter what, and she's just not relevant, and she just messed up her face. She looks, at first glance, she's kind of like a Monet. Like at first, when I saw her on the red carpet or the blue carpet for the VMAs, I was like, who's that girl with the Jersey Shore people? Like she looked different and good. (laughs) Oh, that's my alarm, folks. I'm over my time. So we got to move. Do you have any advice for the meatballs who are trying to chase a dream, whether it be theater, I don't know, singing, dancing, just something? Oh, yeah. Um, man, it's it's a lot of it is about persistence. That's something that my mother said to me this week, and I needed to hear it. She's like, just persist, you know? Mm-hmm. And and your goals change. You know, your the things that you want to do change, and that's not a bad thing. You know, like, yeah. they evolve. You, you are constantly evolving. Um, and so it's so important for you to just accept who you are and what you are and if like if you want to sing but then you also are like wow I'm really into yoga and you want to be a yoga teacher you can do that like you can't you don't hold yourself to your three-year-old dream and Mm -hmm. standard of life and like because things look differently um if that is the case um and then also enjoy what you're doing enjoy the ride because this is this is your life it's happening now you know it's not happening when you get on broadway or when you get that record deal or when you're performing you know all the time it that's it it's now that it's happening and you don't what what a lot of what having a lot of people pass away has done for me has reminded me to live and to be grateful in all of that and like accept like every day that i have is a blessing every every moment that i spend doing anything anyone that gets my time or i give um or or i get their time I'm, I'm so lucky, you know, like I'm so lucky to have this. So to try to have like a deep appreciation for all the things that you do, whether it be like, you know, I'm going to be the best waitress right now, or I'm going to be the best mom, or I'm going to be the best singer, or I'm going to be the best artist or whatever it is that you're doing. Just always try to do your best. And, um, yeah, read the four agreements that also helps. And you are a badass. We talk about both of those on here. Yeah, I'm obsessed. (laughs) They're both so good. Yeah, they're so great. And Uh, the power of now also is another 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 great one to just like get you more focused about the now because I think people measure their lives in success and validation and and that's you know that's not what it is. Nope. Mm -mm. So I hope that you all are going to do amazing things and that you're raising the collective consciousness for greater good. Well, that was an inspirational, I don't know what's going to make you want to get up and go for what you've always wanted and deserve in life. 
Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed a bunch of my favorite guests from this year. Again, thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to all my guests, all the meatballs, and anyone that supported What's Your Jersey podcast from the beginning. I love you so much, and I love doing this, and it's growing, and I already have some awesome guests line up for 2019. So please, please, please keep listening. Keep sending me messages on what you want to hear and just keep doing you. It's the most important thing. You can't take care of anyone else unless you take care of yourself first. Um, Yeah. And I want to just wish you guys an amazing, happy, healthy, and fun New Year's Eve, New Year 2019. Also, if you want to make your life even better, again, I want to thank the sponsor FatFitFun. Use the promo code capital W-Y-J at FatFitFun.com to get $10 off your first box. Trust me, you can thank me later. Uh, So meatballs, salud and cheers to an amazing new year. I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars.